Hey friend, today I take you through an integral symptom management routine that we do every day to keep eczema at bay and to have an extra connection point with our kids. Step-by-step, step, we'll go through our pre and during and post-bath skin soothing routine and call out the exact products that we currently use. If you have an eczema kid, this is a can't miss episode. Let's dig in. Hey mama, if you have kids struggling with eczema and you want to get them a life without itchy red skin, then this is the show for you, Eczema Kids. Here we go deep into diet guidelines, doable at-home remedies, and transformative healthy kids tools that will empower you to take your child's health into your own hands and win. If you are ready to say yes to eczema-free kids, sleeping through the night, and drug-free interventions, hi, my name is Andrew McHugh and I'm the coach and mentor for you. I created this podcast to equip you with the strategies you need to heal your kids' skin condition and soothe their sweet little faces. Let's eliminate eczema and reclaim our lives. Grab your egg-free snack, take a deep breath, and let's dig in to today's episode. To go and have my fourth baby in the hospital, I found myself writing out our pre and post bath moisturizing routine for the heroic family members who came to watch our three little girls who are currently seven, five, and two while we were away. And for many, I was writing it out and I was like, wow, this is lengthy. You know, for some people sounds a little ridiculous, but for us, this process is extremely necessary and relationship building and a key part of relieving two of our daughter's extreme cases of eczema. Does this process take time? <laughs> yes. Would I prefer to just throw my kids in the bath? Absolutely. But as with all the protocols that we talk about here at Eczema Kids, we do what we do to naturally heal our kids with love. And knowing that you're doing right by your kids is what keeps us going. So here's what we do to create smooth and supple skin before, during, and after bath. So first we give them an oil massage. And we do this, yeah, before bath. <laughs> this is based off an Ayurvedic practice called Abhyanga. And we do this to improve lymphatic drainage and tame our kids' nervous systems and heal their skin. And we rub their little bodies with a seasonal rotation of oil. In spring, I use almond oil if this doesn't cause an issue. Sesame oil is a good choice if you don't have a crazy active case of eczema. Like the skin needs to be not red at all. Otherwise, sesame oil will be too heating. Or you could use jojoba oil is a really good choice or apricot kernel oil or Castor oil is really good if you're super, super dry. That's the thickest option. Avocado oil is an, is an option as well. Or you can mix all these up in a ratio that works for you. A few oils that you would want to avoid, though, would be mustard oil, <laughs> in case you have any of that on hand, but that's way too heating. Ghee, like clarified butter. I've tried this, and it's often recommended on the internet. Or olive oil, even. Because... All these oils are really high in oleic acid. And over time, the substance 
makes the top layers of your baby's skin a little more permeable. And we're trying to rebuild your child's skin because it already is permeable if your child is suffering from an active case of eczema. So this over time makes the skin drier, obviously going for the opposite effect. And it's hard, it's really hard to avoid olive oil. I still use it sometimes in the products that I buy because it's everywhere. Since we're in a place that we can now definitely eat these things definitely eat clarified butter ghee and olive oil but you don't want to put it on topically and if you really want to go gangbusters you can infuse your own oil and you can do this by two different methods the first requires just a little effort but a lot of hands-off time you can put dried herbs in a glass mason jar cover it with the oil or oils of your choice and then you just leave it ideally on your soaking and sprouting station for three to six weeks, and then you just, you know, lightly shake it every day. But if you need something right now, which who doesn't, blend the herbs and your oil of choice, like in a blender, basically one cup of herbs to two cup of oil is the ratio, and this does not have to be exact. So you blend them, and then you put the herbs and the oil on the top of your double boiler. And then once the water in the bottom of the pan is boiling, Turn the heat to a really low simmer. Simmer it gently for two to three hours. And then you can strain the mixture with some cheesecloth and a little strainer into a clean glass container, ideally with one of those push tops for easy application later. I had a lot of success with a turmeric, neem, and mangisa mix. So all those herbs are really easy to find, but they all address inflammation and soothe the skin. So it is really effective. The turmeric part, of course, makes things a little yellow. I used it for quite a while on my third daughter when things were really bad because I would definitely take some yellow stains on her onesies over bleeding eczema. And then when you're doing the oil massage, you can start at the head and you rub in circles, get their ears really well. Don't put it in their ears, but around their ears. And then just lightly massage them. Ideally, you go in circles around the joints and then long strokes throughout the rest of their bodies. Depending on the time we have with my big girls, <laughs> this doesn't always look like a long drawn out, nice massage. I feel like at least getting the oil on their skin before getting in the bath helps. And if your kids are a little older, if they're taking their old showers, you can easily teach them to do this themselves. And I'm hoping that when my girls get to this stage, that they will. In the bath, I use Epsom salts for detoxification, as well as the salts magnesium benefits. Most people, including our little eczema kids, are usually deficient in magnesium. So... I hope that some of it gets infused into their little bodies during the bath. And then I also include baking soda because it's soothing and it has antibacterial properties. And then I use dead sea salts to help soothe inflammation and hydrate the skin and reduce signs of roughness. So lastly, I add lavender oil. I use Plant Therapy's organic 100 milliliter bottle because if you're adding it to the bath, then you need a good amount. And side note, I love plant therapy. I'm not an affiliate or anything. They just make really 
high quality oils and they're actually affordable compared to, you know, some of the other big time brands. And they have a ton of kid safe mixes that I really like that make things really fast. And they have things like a hundred milliliter bottle, which, so all those things, I, I really like plant therapy. So lavender helps induce sleep, ideally, right? And it also has antibacterial properties and soothing properties to help reduce the redness and irritation. So I'll take all of that. <laughs> you have to have some antibacterial stuff in your bath, some natural antibacterial stuff in your bath, because I guess the bath time rule for eczema is no soap. You can't put harsh chemical soap on your little one's skin if you're trying to clear their eczema because soap strips the skin of moisture and it destroys the skin microbiome. And that's what we're trying so hard to rebuild in our little eczema kits. We need antibacterial stuff in the bath, but not bleach. If a provider has recommended this to you as they have to me, please don't do that. It's horrible for your lungs and it's a known carcinogen and a huge toxin in your system. I mean, I don't even recommend keeping bleach in your house, let alone put it in the bathtub with your kids. At a really reputable hospital known for, in large part, they have a huge eczema program. They recommended this to me and I just was shocked. So do not do that. After bath, we need to seal in the moisture as soon as possible. Don't rub your child's skin with a towel so you don't irritate the skin. Just keep it slightly damp. First, I use a probiotic spray right now from Mary Ruth Naturals. That's another really amazing company. They have so many good supplements and skincare options and it's all reasonably priced, so I love them. And then I use a cream right now that's Tubby's Todd's All Over Ointment. It's really thick and it does work. It's got natural ingredients. There's a few extra things in there that I don't love and it comes in a plastic jar, but it really, really does work and helps soothe their skin. So when you're actively trying to heal, it's, it's worth it. And then for the diaper area, right now I use Taspin Organics Restore and Revive Cream and it has colloidal silver in it or I use their diaper rash cream. So both of those things really do help because if their skin is that reactive all over their body, I'm guessing their diaper area probably looks red as well. So those, those products have really helped us out. And there are so many options, as you know, when it comes to creams that you can make or buy. Thankfully, nature's provided us with so many soothing and healing herbs and butters. Making your own topical solutions is a an amazing thing because you can control the ingredients, but it does take time. And as I found out, a good bit of trial and error. So I promise to pass on successful recipes to you in future episodes. But if you're dealing with an active case, sometimes it really is just easier to purchase it and then have it ready, ready to go. So that's it. We put oils all over their bodies before bath and then incorporate some healing remedies in the bath and then do a multi-step moisturizing process immediately after the bath. And that has helped with symptom management big time for us. If you're in the throes of eczema and you need a little extra guidance, I'm here for you. 
I offer eczema elimination sessions and custom rotational meal plans for you and your little ones to enjoy so you can eat to beat eczema and be past this season in your life. Just email me at support at eczemakids.com and we can work through your case together. Take care, mama. You're doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.